Just like that. The clock ticks noon on a Thursday, and it's time. Welcome to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM as we are live. We are live downtown Jackson today in the McKibben Media Group's uh, studios. And for our purposes, brought to you by Lead Bunker. Lead Bunker, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Show is also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hot Spot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. TriCountyWater.com. Because you need peace of mind about what's really in your water. All right, we got high school basketball to cover for you today. It was really kind of a... Oh, boy, we had to do some chasing a little bit this morning. But I do want to thank Andrew Birch for from Hanover Horton, uh, head uh, basketball coach uh, for the boys, for kind of giving us an assist this morning and pulling together the schedule for tonight's crossover between the East and West and Caf- Cascades. We're going to run through that for you in a little bit. Uh, high school wrestling team regionals last night. We'll run through that for you in a little bit. Jacob Tuttle joining us. Later on in the show with that solid from Tuttle Concrete. But before we do any of that, we head to the Power Tower, the top building, right next to the helicopter pad. And we welcome to the program Brian Bolenball, head of hockey operations for the 95.9 Power Cows. What's up, Brian? Mark, how's it going? Well, man, it's going well. Going really well. It's a beautiful snowy Thursday, right? Yeah, we were uh, what supposed to get like a hundredth of an inch, and it ended up yeah. It's not a lot, but it's certainly more than what we were told we were going to get. Yeah, it's uh, about two inches, and yeah. as you know, I'm having some vehicle work done, and I needed to get something from the grocery store this morning, so I had the pleasure of riding my Schwinn up to Polly's. So oh, fun. wow! <laughs> well, you know, it's that three wheel Schwinn that you have with the you know the bell on the right handlebar so i'm sure you were stable enough oh absolutely you know uh a little extra cardio because you know the power cows were we're entering that that playoff time of the year so you want to be in tip-top shape wow no kidding how fast the season goes as we're entering that uh you know getting closer and closer to the postseason now, it cruises by. We did not have a preview yesterday, and that's because the power cows were not in action last night. So that yay, is correct? Yay! There's yeah. no, there's not a loss from last night, or a tie, or a win. It's there's, just you know, there's nothing to talk about no, for last right. night. But correct. The reason we did not have the preview was because uh, of no game. It wasn't because right. of what other people say of you know not being prepared and things like that. So. So I clarify that. That's why I said it's because we had a game. I didn't bring up anything about not being prepared. Now you're sounding overly defensive. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I never know what I'm going to walk into. (laughs) Hey, Evan's not here today, so you're safe. I bet she's lurking in the corner because I know that (laughs) they had a game last night. Yeah, he's he's, he's nowhere to be found. All right, so, but there was a game on Sunday. We had a game on Super Bowl Sunday, correct, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, on Sunday, which um, might have had a few few ultras on Saturday night, along with I know some other guys on the team did and wake up and first thought in my head was I do not want to go play hockey today, <laughs> and um, 
And I knew we were going to be yeah. down at least one person. Uh-huh. So we start talking in the group chat, who's in, who's out. Mm-hmm. And it's not looking good. And oh, I'm dear. sitting there going, I don't really feel like doing this. Well, then uh, Mr. Wow. Griswold gives me a call and he goes, just want to make sure you're up. I said, I'm up. I'm a little, little hung over from last night. He goes, that makes me, <laughs> he goes, that makes two of us. He goes, wow. well, hope you're on your way because we're going to sweat it out today. And I said, how many people do we have? He goes, there's two of us in the locker room right now. And I think we're going to have six. Oh, wow. So wow. and for those of you who know hockey, five skaters are on the ice at once. So that means we got one bench guy. Right. So wow. we get in the locker room, we're talking, basically saying, you know, this is going to not be fun. And um, we had a strategy, though. <laughs> yeah. The strategy was skate as hard as possible for the first period, mm-hmm. try to get a lead, and then sit back and protect it. And by golly, it worked because we found ourselves up eight to one with six minutes to go in the second period. Wow, that's awesome! So, I mean, being, I know. being the uh, the pregame to the Super Bowl. On top of that, you know, eyes of America are on that they're on because the cows. Yeah, yeah, they're on the cows. So that's that's awesome being able to to get that. Uh... So wait, wait, I just want to clarify because you said eight and one. With six to go we're, in the second, so it, it did it end in a win. We're, talk, we're talking about a win here. Okay, all right. There. So, wow, well, oh, you left me hanging. I, in the morning, after I got on <laughs> off the phone with Griswold, uh-huh. I did call. I called uh, Zach and Evan real quick and yeah. said because um, they played the game after us at eleven fifteen, uh-huh. and uh, Zach couldn't make it. Evan answered, and I said, "What's the chances you'd like to come play and sub for us?" He goes, yeah, I could probably be there. I said, sweet, because we only got six. So Evan did. Evan came and skated with us for, um, oh, I'd say about five minutes to go in the second. He's when he got out there, and then he played with us basically up until the end. He had to get off, you know, to go play with his team. Um, But, so, 8-1 to with six minutes to go, and then um, all of a sudden they put a couple in. And it was eight to two, eight to three, eight to four. Oh wow! Okay. And we're, we're kind of like, all right, what's going on here? Um, granite fatigue sets in, right? So we score one, which makes it nine four. Well, the scorekeeper gave it to them on accident. So I looked up, and we were talking on the bench, and with the only extra person that was on there, and uh, <laughs> it's like, isn't it nine to four? Yeah, it is. So we got that straightened out because when oh. I looked up and it was eight five, I was just like, "Uh oh, like this isn't good. We're gonna we're gonna blow this." And then it dawned on us, no, it's nine to four. They scored another one, made it nine five. We scored one. Final was uh, ten to five, though. Wow, that's a baseball score. It was wow a baseball score. That's a low scoring. That's an Iowa Hawkeyes football game right there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Wow. So that's. So that's a good win. Good. I mean, it's like a tale of uh, of two games too. And you're talking about a very strong offensive output, and then a defensive stand at the end. So that's yeah, interesting, interesting way that the uh, the game played out. Yeah, it huh. was uh, it was interesting game. So. Uh-huh. All right, so let's let's talk about the uh, the stats and then the accolades. Who are we uh, highlighting from the stat sheet today, Brian? Um, well, I'll start with myself, alphabetical order. I had two assists in a 10-5 win. A little disappointed I didn't put any in. Uh, hey, you were there. Still, I'll, yeah. 
everybody who was there gets a shout out, and those who weren't will be called out before this interview is done. <laughs> okay. um, Mr. Eric Bernard, uh-huh. feeling, feeding the burn. He, uh, he ever since that we came up with that strategy to feed the burn. He's mm-hmm. been hot. He had two goals, two assists. Nice, uh, Mr. Griswold. He had one goal, two assists, and uh-huh. credit to him. He didn't get off the ice until probably four minutes to go in the second period. Holy cow. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. McCready, he had uh, two assists. Ben McLaughlin, he was there in attendance. I was a little worried about that. He had two goals, two assists. Okay. So here's the big one in getting into the accolades. Okay. So this person 100% gets the, uh, the hard hat. Mr. Connor Girard. Oh wow! All right, six a six point game. Five Whoa. goals, five goals, mm-hmm. and one assist. He had half of our offensive production on the goal sheet. Wow! So and he he probably could have had ten to be quite honest. Wow, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it was that's, a lot. I mean, I'm I talk for a living, and I'm speechless. <laughs> he was he was playing like a madman. Yeah, yeah. He's also only 24 years old, so that six <laughs> skaters did, didn't bother him. <laughs> uh, the Muffin Man, he played stellar. Uh-huh. You know, like I said, we had six skaters, so it's not like we were playing that hard defensively. Right. Um, so he, the Muffin Man saw a lot of shots, but um, when you uh, when you put in five goals, you, you were in the hard hat with that. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. So. All right, so you got the hard hat. Okay. So, now, Steven Cowpot. Uh, yeah, let's get to that. Okay. I hope those that weren't there are listening because a little disappointed in them. Right. Well, you know, if, uh, if it's, I'm not saying this is an excuse. I'm saying this is a possibility because I know how, how hard the power cows train. You know, not only am I there for every game like I was this past Sunday, but I'm also there in the stands. For every training session, you know, so I'm there. I see it. I see it. I know how hard you guys train six days a week, and Sunday's typically the day off. Yep, but you know yeah. what? Duty calls, and you're expected to be there. I, I'm not saying it was an excuse. I'm just observa- <laughs> I'm observatating here. So we have mm-hmm. a six-person plunger steamy cow pie wow. award this week. I hope that thing gets sanitized as it's getting passed from one cow to the next. Um, so first one, Trevor Markovich was not able to make it. Okay. I will say in his defense, I'm pretty sure he had his kids. Um, Mr. Ben Albrecht, no call, no show in the group chat. Hmm. Um, Mr. Trevor Griswold, no call, no show in the group chat. Uh-huh. Tree absent. Wow. Again, you figured he'd be able to branch out. Mr. Ben Patch. Uh-huh. Warrior on the ice. He's there every game. He can make it. He had to work on Sunday. Understandable. Okay. He does work at the hospital, so he's he's saving lives out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was unfortunately not able to make it. Um, and then the last one, Mr. Timely Jacob Chapel. Okay, the timely Mr. Chapel wasn't able to make not it. Not there. Not huh. there. And he wow. uh, he missed our game on Wednesday. Prior to that, too. Oh wow. With a last-second text in the group chat 15 minutes before ice time on Wednesday. Sorry, guys. I'm heading to Vegas. Yeah. Well, you know, 
He was, so, uh, it was Taylor Swift's bodyguard. He's doing something uh, out right. there. I don't know what he was up to, that little <laughs> rascal, but... All right, so Two games in a row we missed. So are we are we throwing everybody in there for the steaming cow pie or the ones that maybe reached out and had an excuse like watching the kids or I had to work and save lives? Do they get a pass? We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're putting them all in there because okay. I'm assuming watching the kids are assuming they had to work. Okay. Because it is unlike those people to not show up without wow. a valid excuse. Okay. But I did not see anything in the group chat, so we will uh be giving that award to all six people. Okay. Maybe heavy weighted towards Mr. Timely Chapel. Okay. So there it is. Uh, um, a steaming cow pie to share for the uh, for the group. So Correct. All right. So that's uh that's what happened on Sunday. What are we looking forward to for next week? So next week we are AARP approved bedtime of uh-huh. Or puck drop. I'm sorry. Yeah. Of eight p.m. All right, that's okay. Against B and H Electric, the Ohms, the Ohms, or are they the Sparkies? No, they're the Ohms. The, the Ohms. Sparkies is Cochran Electric. Okay, they are no longer. Then also okay. for next week, uh-huh. um, so we have the game on Wednesday right. against B and H. Then we have another Sunday game. Oh wow! At okay. eleven fifteen. All right. Against the Grimes Plumbing. Biosteel electrolytes. The electrolyte plumbers. Okay. Correct. Wow. Okay. So does that, all right. So so next Wednesday, then next Sunday, and then yep. we've got a Wednesday off, right? Then we have. Or we got to have postseason. Get, When's the postseason start? It's, get, it's getting tricky. Uh-huh. Postseason, the last week of the season is March 13th. Oh, oh we got So then after that, all postseason right. will start. So okay. we've still got one, two, three. Four, five games left. All right, powerhouse. Oh yeah, you made it sound like we we're like right at the postseason doorstep. No, we're getting yeah. there. But okay, this is the time where um, you know somebody said this very well for the Kansas City Chiefs the other day, a dynasty like ourselves. <laughs> that even though they struggled throughout uh-huh. the regular season, the Chiefs were the Chiefs. Mahomes wasn't Mahomes. They're at that point in their dynasty where the season starts for them in November. We are at that point to where the season for us, it starts in February. This is the point in the season where teams... This is the point in the season where we need to start clicking. And after that game on Sunday, I think we're heading in the right direction. Okay. Beautiful passing out there. Everybody was playing smart, good. Well, you know me. I never doubted it for a second. I... Never doubted it either. Yeah, moments yeah. of worry, but never a doubt. This is this is the time of the season where teams show you who they really are, and uh, well, right. we know what the power cows are. Like you said, it a dynasty. <laughs> who was that, Dennis Green? We knew who they were. We let them off the hook. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Green, Dennis Warden. I'm not sure. Nah, it's so. Dennis Green. Okay. Coaching Minnesota Vikings back in the day with Dante Culpepper, Randy oh, Moss. Yeah. Um, Chris Carter, I think. And, yeah. And, yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're so looking. We got, we got. We got a. We got a busy stretch of the season here. Right. So, well, our cows will be hard at work for the fan faithful. Well, we're looking forward to the preview next Wednesday, and looking for hopefully, you know, I know you're busy uh, in the power tower, but it'd be nice to have you live in studio again. You know, like the good old days. Try to get down there at some point. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be nice to happen. So. 
So we'll have the uh, the live update on Thursday. All right, Brian, from the top floor of the Power Tower, we always appreciate the visit, Brian. Thank you. Yep, sounds good, Mark. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, downtown Jackson. Back with more after this. Welcome back to The Daily on Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from our downtown studios today. Of course, the studios brought to you by Art Main Chevrolet, Trips Auto Shop and Collision Center, County National Bank, and for our purposes here, Lead Bunker, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we are also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. That's good water. All right, we've got some... Jacob Tuttle will be joining us a little bit later on with that solid. He'll be joining us live in the downtown studios. But before we go any farther, let's talk a little high school basketball. Let's start off with boys basketball from last night. We didn't really have a whole lot happening in the Cascade or in the uh, Big Eight, so we're just gonna jump right ahead to the Cascades. Cascades Conference today. Oh wait, last night Michigan Center sixty-six versus Grass Lake thirty, and they kind of had to wait for that one to finish up, and then they had to wait for the MHSAA to come up with the MPR to kind of figure out where things were going to land for the Cascades East versus Cascades West crossover. We're going to talk about the whole thing in just a second. But first, let's let's finish up. So one game last night, Michigan Center defeating Grass Lake 66-30. to Tonight in the Cascades, it's East versus West crossover. You've got the 6 versus 6 team, Manchester, at Vandercook Lake. The 5 versus 5 team, East Jackson versus Addison. The 4 versus 4 teams, Leslie at Homer. Don't! The 3 versus 3 team, uh, Grass Lake at Columbia Central. Those are the contests that are happening tonight in the crossover for the Cascades Conference. Now let's let's look at how this broke down, okay? So tonight, like I said, you've got Vandercook Lake hosting, because they're out of the West. West is hosting this year. Vandercook Lake hosting. Um, I know one second. There it is. Hosting Manchester. Manchester comes into this 2-13 and 13 in the conference, three and seventeen overall, they've got an MPR of four nineteen. So for Vandy, they come into this two and fourteen overall, three and se- or two and fourteen in the conference, three and seventeen overall, and they have. An MPR of 405. So just looking at it on paper, it should be a uh, a win for the Dutchman. 
again, we just look at it on paper. So that's the six versus six matchup. The five versus five matchup has three and thirteen Addison, five and fourteen overall, going to be taking on the five and eleven Leslie squad, six and fourteen overall. And Leslie comes into this with an NPR of 449, where Addison is coming into this with an NPR, Michigan Power Ranking, of 414. Elsewhere in here, Homer, 4-12 and 12 in conference, 4-15 and 15 overall. Taking on East Jackson, six and nine in the conference, seven and eleven overall. We're just going to skip the power rankings the the rest of the way, and then the three versus three team, Columbia Central, eleven and five on the season, thirteen and eight overall. Grass Lake, seven and nine, nine and twelve. So let's look at the East real quick. The number two team in the East, Michigan Center and the number one team in the East, Napoleon. Both teams 15-1. and one. Both teams 17-3 and three overall. And they split during the regular season. I mean, it's virtually, it's not virtually, it is a tie. When it comes to records, it's a tie. Dead even tie in the Cascades East. Rule here is the team that is that, that holds the highest Michigan power ranking will advance to the Cascades championship game. Michigan Center has an MPR of 0.584. If you read it as if it were a decimal, 584 thousandths, okay? Thousandths. Napoleon, 588, 588 thousandths. Four thousandths of a point. Separate the two teams in the Cascades East. Dude, that is wicked close. So close. So Napoleon squeaks by Michigan Center, gets the number one spot in the East, and gets a shot at Napoleon. I'm sorry, at Hanover Horton once again. So Napoleon, are we looking at Napoleon now? Yeah, Napoleon, earlier in the season, played Hanover Horton, got the 55-51 to win. That happened the first week of January. We spoke with Andrew Birch earlier in the week. Tomorrow we're going to talk with Coach Derek Seidel of the Pirates. So that's the championship game scheduled 7 o'clock Saturday, 
at Spring Arbor University. Is it Saturday at 7? I'm seeing a TBD here. Yes, yeah, so 7 o'clock. So 7 o'clock here on the MHSAA. We'll see. All right, so Michigan Center then will be facing... Michigan Center will be facing Jonesville. Jonesville 12 and 4, 15 and 5. Center 15 and 1, 17 and 3 for the number 2 spot. So they play the two number 2 teams play. They have a presentation recognizing some of the best from the Cascades between games. And then the number ones play on Saturday at Spring Arbor University. That should be that should be fun to take in, and uh, Captain and the Professor should be out there on the call for that one. Jacob Tuttle in the building. That's solid on the way here in just a few moments. Before we go there, let's check in with high school wrestling. We had a few teams in regional action from last night. Division Division Two, Region One Thirteen, hosted by the Mounties of Northwest. In the semifinals, it was Three Rivers forty five versus Stevensville Lakeshore twenty seven. Northwest getting the win over Battle Creek Harper Creek. So that advanced them to the regional final. We kind of hit the button, reset. The two winning teams go at it. Three Rivers, 56, Northwest, 13. Three Rivers advancing on to state quarterfinal action. Division Three, Region 124 at Williamston. Dude, they give me three hard stops. I'm going to say it just like that. Semifinal at Williamston. Napoleon, 36, versus Eaton Rapids, 33. That's a squeaker. When it comes down to the last match, that's a squeaker. Clinton, 64, at Williamston, 9. Clinton, by the way, an absolute beast on the mat. They have had a strong wrestling program for decades, for decades. So Clinton versus Napoleon in the regional final. Clinton getting the win, 50-25. to 25. Division 4, Region 130 at Memphis. Wow, that was a little bit of a drive for Manchester. Semifinal? Manchester, 42 versus New Lothrop, 25. Riverview, Gabriel Richard, 41 versus Memphis, 35. So Manchester advancing, Riverview advancing. The regional final, Manchester, 59 versus Riverview, Gabriel Richard, 18. Manchester advancing on to quarterfinal action. Division 4, Region 131 at Menden. Semifinal, Springport, 49 versus Delton College, 27. Springport getting to the regional final. And the other semifinal had Bronson versus Menden, 61 to 13, Bronson on top. So in the regional final, it was Bronson defeating Springport, 56 to 21. So the last Jackson area-ish team left in team postseason competition for wrestling. Manchester, the Flying Dutchman, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on them. I believe it's next weekend they're in, in action, next week. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it. However that pans out, we're going to keep an eye on it. So with that said, 1230 on the dot, let's step aside. 
when we come when we come back we're going to apply duct tape to the appropriate apparati and we're going to get jacob duddle on the air with that solid uh, right here on jackson's fox sports 101.9 fm Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. We're downtown Jackson today. We're going to be here, yeah, every Thursday. We, we make it we make it an effort every Thursday. I think we've got, what, 89.5% success rate of getting down here on a Thursday. That's what we'll take. Uh, so, yeah, every Thursday down here in our studio in the Chamber Building. It's beautiful. Also, we are brought to you by Tri-County Water. That's good water. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Yesterday, when I started in a different order and then it screwed me up, after the show I made it a goal to mix up that order every once in a while just so I can be that much better of a broadcast professional. So there. All right. I successfully succeeded. It is... 12.38, and let's bring in Jacob Tuttle with that solid Tuttle Concrete. What's up, Jacob? Good afternoon, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are Good. things in your world? They are going yeah? extremely well right now. Yeah. Getting ready for the home show, I'm sure. Yep, yep. Making the preparations to get everything around for the home show. Uh, you know, all the decorations, buying a bunch of candy, all the kind of stuff that people come for, you know. You got so. it. The candy's important. <laughs> The candies, yeah, uh, yeah. I've, through my variety of careers, I've had booths at a variety of different types of things, and and yep. what brings people in is the candy. Yep, and that's how yep. you start the conversation. Yeah, we're super excited for the home show. Um, every year we get any time we can get an opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation uh, with somebody about their project because yeah. people always have so many questions, but you don't always go and call all these different professionals. But when you're at one place and you can walk around all the different booths and, I, hey, I got this project going on, I got this one going on, you can find out about our services, what we offer, um, you know, you can get some very basic ideas on pricing and, you know, right. um, different things, kind of what we what we can do for you, what, you know, we might even recommend you do something else, you know. Right. So it's just a good opportunity to get down there. Uh, there's not lots of opportunities like that where you can have a one-on-one conversation with the people in right. the industries, the professionals that know um, the products and services. So. That's next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the American One Event Center. Right now, my my important question to you is: what's what's the candy of choice here? Uh, I'm thinking about going Jolly Ranchers. My wife. Okay. She's usually the one that kind of picks the decorations and the candies and things like that ah. uh, so i i don't know we might try to have a variety there but i always try to pick they had the the, the reese's peanut butter cups they oh, had yeah. the reese's pieces inside yeah. them if you can find those that yeah because no matter what it is it, it works for all types of businesses right yeah so when i was with united way i was like hey you could be a piece of the solution. <laughs> you know, in your case, you could be, hey, we could be a piece of your future or something well, like that. You know, you know? I was thinking, you know, our product's a little more solid like a Jolly Rancher. Ah, you know there I mean? you go. Yeah, but I like it. No, it's, it's solid. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's But 
it's always a fun time. Yeah. Um, I, I like interacting with people. You know, you after about three days, you're kind of like, okay, I need a little bit of a break. But, no, honestly, Jackson's great. Yeah. I love interacting with all the people. It's fun. Um, you I know. know answering fun. Just answering a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. People have projects in mind. They don't know where to start. Right. They don't know if, you know, what they want done is actually, you know. So people come there. They find out a lot of information. They get pointed yeah. in the right direction. It's great. Well, a lot of people have what they want in their mind's eye. Right. And sometimes that can't, that can't be a reality. Right. You know, so you kind of have to meld the two to bring it together to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So have you been following MSU basketball this week? Oh yeah. (laughs) A good win over Penn state. What a week that game, that win against Illinois was absolutely huge. Uh I, I was literally yelling um throughout the house <laughs> I love this you got to set up you know how we see the cameras of yeah. people you know with the lions game or the michigan game or whatever you got to set up a camera on yourself when you're watching it's one a, of these i was thinking about that i think i would set up a camera on my daughter or my dog or something because that's where the reactions are <laughs> because they're just sitting there a little startled after a big uh right. three-point shot or uh, you know, so, but yeah, that game was super exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the win against Penn state was just a dominant win from start to finish. You know, it ended up being a little bit closer than it was. I mean, we, we typically had a 12, 10, 12 point lead throughout the whole game. Uh, Tom Izzo was actually able to kind of sit back and relax a little bit more than usual. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, Malik Hall, mm-hmm. um, I think he had a 26 or 29 points career high, um, just, the way that the way that they drove the ball, the shots they were making, um, the defense was huge. I think Carson Cooper ended up finishing with ten points. Just played some phenomenal defense. Um, so yeah, that that one was a that was a really fun one to watch. Um, you know, if if this if this team plays uh, finishes the year out the way they've been playing against Illinois and Penn State and. Um, you know, we're, we're going to do some good things. So it was really good to see. Yeah, it was, it was good to see. And it's kind of, I, I th- we talked a little bit about this last week. Unfortunately, it was after a loss and we were a little bit shocked. Um, and we kind of thought, Hey, this is when Tom Izzo's teams are supposed to kind of rise to the top. And this past week, you know, we were just a week early, I think yeah. with, with that, uh, with that conversation. But yep. uh, yeah, looking at the two teams here from looking at the Michigan, Michigan state, state, uh, Michigan, State Penn State contest. Michigan State won the free throw the the field goal percentage, fifty to forty six. I love looking at the stats because you can yeah. kind of tell where the games were won and lost there. And what I liked is when the three point game wasn't working for State, they transitioned to uh, to a low game because uh, they weren't great from three point range. It was forty percent to fifty two percent. Free throws, fourteen of eighteen to twelve of twelve. Penn State a hundred percent from the charity strike. Right. Uh total boards thirty three to twenty three. That's where the game was won and lost, right yep. there. That's what's huge. Yeah. That's, and that's been a talking point for us all season. Mm-hmm. We can't continue to get out rebounded. We need to out rebound, you know, especially offensive rebounds, getting second chances. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, we only shot forty percent from three point. I mean, that's a decent number, but what this team is capable of um, you know, to be in the 45% range mm-hmm. would be, you know, a little bit, but to shoot 40% from the three point line is still a good night. Yeah. And so, you know, but, but like you said, we have the abilities with, um, 
you know, guys like Tyson Walker and Malik Hall and Jaden Akins, those guys just and and Hogard, those guys offensively can can beat you on the three point line. And then when that's not working or or the defense changes mm-hmm. to be able to to cover the three point line, then those same guys have the ability to drive the ball and take the ball to the basket. And that's yeah. what's absolutely huge. And having guys like Maddie Sissoko and Carson Cooper and uh Jackson Kohler, those guys pulling down rebounds, boxing out properly, all those types of things. Um you notice I'm saying a lot of different players' names uh-huh. and when they're playing like that as a team, it's going to be really hard to beat them. Well, it's 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 one of the things too that a lot of teams just don't do because they're it's seriously the way basketball is from NBA, college, even to high school now. It's live and die by the three, right? And to have a team like State who can transition out of that yeah. when you need to to get the point. I mean, points are points. Every possession is important this time of the year in the Big Ten. Yeah. Um. And you mentioned the defense earlier. Steals. It was six to three state winning that category and tur- turnovers. State had eleven, Penn State had fifteen. So yeah. they won those. They won those yep. uh, categories as yeah. as well. Are those stats as well? Forcing, so where the game was won and lost, right? Mm-hmm. The steals, forcing a lot of turnovers. Um, just, just, and, and you know the things that go unseen afterwards the stats that aren't necessarily there are when these guys are playing defense and they're able to contest all these shots and play good defense without committing these fouls you know obviously uh Penn State got to the free throw line 12 times that's not a whole lot um you know it could be less but and they were hitting all their free throws but we weren't committing a lot of those fouls on a lot of those shots we were contesting them very good defensively without uh, committing those fouls. So that was absolutely huge. Um, and, and those are the kind of things that, uh, um, you know, I, I talk about Carson Cooper a lot, obviously being from Jackson. but Oh, yeah, you're, you know him. Being unbiased, those are the types of things where I'm watching. I'm like, okay, he's got 10 points, but the things that are the most exciting, for me anyway, is when – these guys are trying to drive the lane, and he's not allowing these plays to be made. When you got yeah. someone who's six eleven and as athletic as he is, and I mean this defense is what's going to be absolutely huge uh, moving forward. And that was what that was a recipe for success in the tournament last mm-hmm. year. He got more minutes in the tournament than he did a lot of uh, regular season games, and it was just that added defense. Um, so the rebounds and the defense, I think. Tom Izzo is finally getting this team to a point where he knew they could be. Took longer than I think what the MSU fan base wanted. Right. But, I mean, it's we're seeing it. We talked about last week, we're seeing it. This, I mean, they're peaking at the right time. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we had Carson Cooper in here, we really should have had him fix that tile above you. Yeah. That, you know, he could have reached that easily I think for he us. could have just reached up and fixed <laughs> it, honestly. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm an average size guy Dude about 510 and it just you know you're looking up you're like oh man this is it's crazy i'm a six two i don't look up to a whole lot of people and it's I, weird what i have to i mean yeah. just thinking about trying to get a shot up <laughs> i'm i think i would just quit yeah you know right. so but but it, it's just it's it, mm-hmm. though these last couple of games it was michigan state basketball yeah this is what we're accustomed to seeing this is what we want to see moving forward 
Um, you know, obviously Illinois, we knew was going to be an absolutely huge one. Mm -hmm. Um, and for them to come out and play like they did, um, and just, you know, we know that team can put up points and we stuck with them all game. We played, uh, especially down the stretch, you know, in that atmosphere, um, it was just, it, it was, um, the, the crowd getting into it. I mean, that's, that's just huge. There's, there's nothing better than being at the Breslin center when it's rocking like that. And, um, and, and then just okay. being in those types of atmospheres, so it's nothing more fun. And this point of the season, now we talked about this before too, cause we always, we, we had a couple times where we've, we've talked about getting ready for the big 10 tournament and how difficult it would be to seed teams here or there because it was just a jumbled mess in the Big yeah. Ten. You know, we don't have a whole lot of separation this year, but we do have some separation, and just with those two wins, Michigan State, which was down at the middle of the pack last week when we had this conversation, yep. uh, they're now the fifth team yeah. in the Big Ten. I mean, so they were, we're upper middle of the pack, but, um, I mean, that's good enough for at least a couple buys if that's where they land in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. And that's and- important. And, and you know what? I, and you look at this. You know, obviously, uh, Northwestern's got is sitting at eight and five. Michigan yeah. State's eight and six in conference, so they've got one less loss. Right. Um, Wisconsin at nine and five. Illinois at nine and four. Um, you know, we don't have a a whole lot of games coming up, but you know, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six games coming up, and we do play um northwestern again yeah and so and and wisconsin just has been not playing basketball like they did the first half of the season they're They're going the other way moving in the opposite direction so they were hotter earlier and they're they're kind of cooling off a little bit might even be a situation where we can jump up from fifth to third or fourth put ourselves in a good position here and then that being said too um you know we play michigan iowa and ohio state um, so those are games that we definitely should win. But then we've got that game March 2nd against Purdue at Purdue. Mm-hmm. And that that game right before Northwestern and Indiana, that's going to be um, – the, 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 that's going to be a huge contest. But I think the, the thing that needs to stay constant, um, just like the last couple of games, is we need to keep that confidence, we need to keep right. that momentum, and keep playing Michigan State basketball. Does that Michigan game this weekend, does it feel like a rivalry? You know what's crazy about that is, you know, we talked about this a little bit in the past, excuse me, with um, with Michigan being down this year. I was talking to my grandma before I came on, and she said, uh, are you guys doing a... Uh, you know, any type of party or get together Saturday for the Michigan Michigan State game, and I said, uh, honestly, I didn't even know what time it was. You know, I knew it was Saturday, and I knew it about watching it on. You know, I was like, I'll try to catch it on TV, um, as I do every Michigan uh-huh. State game. But it it's not this year with Michigan being down. It's not one of those things where it's like you know, it, it's it's not as big a deal it's not as much fun when well you know like the same thing with football season we talked about that you know Michigan's going to play Michigan State okay we kind of expected something we knew about what a certain outcome would be and so it's just kind of like eh it almost feels like another game versus that rivalry being right yeah now when when you're watching the game and they're on the court and we're in we're in Ann Arbor Mm -hmm. 
and you know it's gonna have definitely you'll feel that rivalry just like always when they get together but yeah it definitely feels uh a little bit more like a game versus the rivalry because because one team is down 79.8 percent the matchup predictor state over michigan and the spread on this one if they have it sometimes they don't basketball they don't usually have it this um but, you know, until it's like right up on game. We don't have a spread yet on right. the contest, but um, basketball is so hard to come up with a spread anyway. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. State, their one blemish that we talked about last week is that loss against Minnesota. They're 4-1 and one in their last five. And on the flip side of that, Michigan <laughs> is 1-4. <and> <laughs> and they're that – that uh, that one win was against Wisconsin, right. like we had talked about. It. That's just wow. That's that just was crazy. kind of the beginning of the yeah. downfall for Wisconsin. You know, I think they've lost three or four yeah. straight now, um, and and it, it's just it, it just goes to show, like we always talk about, yeah. Big Ten basketball is just so unpredictable. There's so many surprises. There's so many different things that uh, can make or break your season. Yeah. Um, you know, five guys on the court, you know, one guy can make a big difference. One guy showing up, one guy having an off night, things like that. What do you have? What's your prediction here for this weekend? Michigan over Michigan State. Or Michigan State over Michigan. What do you think? I got Michigan State winning I'm gonna say eighty to sixty eight. Oh wow. Okay. I think uh you know, we're going into Ann Arbor, but I think I think we're gonna take care of business. I'm saying another twenty point loss for Michigan. Uh it's you know, I I, just, I, it's I the thought way the team 12, is right now. It is that I bad. think what's gonna happen is, you know, it might be a little bit further of a spread uh-huh. and then coming down to the wire it might be, you know, uh Steven Izzo gets in and uh Nick Sanders gets in and a twenty point lead turns into twelve, ten um, and I hate saying stuff like this because now I feel like I'm jinxing them. Hey, we're a jinx-free but, zone. <laughs> right. The studios have been properly hexed. You're, right, you're, we're a jinx-free zone. Don't say that at home. Right. Don't say I said something. I almost said something like that during the Lions game, and we saw what happened. I so tell don't my boys say that constantly. I'm telling my boys constantly, oh, we're going to win that one. I'm like, please don't say well, that. we got to talk about it here so it's a right. jinx-free zone, okay? But uh. you know what? I think you know with, with the way the season's going for both teams at this yeah. point in the season, um, you know, Michigan's got a lot of things to figure out. I they don't do. know what's going to happen with Jawan Howard, that whole situation. Seems like the fan base is yeah. calling for him to be uh, done – um, you know, not only just the losing basketball games, uh-huh. but the couple of incidents that he's had. Um, you know, yeah. well, the AD said that he's standing behind his man. He's got the full support of the AD. Yeah, right but now. they're never going to say if they weren't. <sighs> you know, it, not during you, the season. Right. Not during when the you se- have a contract, and you know, yeah. you're you're going to say what you have to say, and all that kind right. of thing. But you know, and you know, I. I just don't know if he was ready to step into. I I think a lot of him stepping into that position as a head ba- head basketball coach for a program like that yeah. had to do with his playing career. Yeah. And you know, obviously, he had been a coach for quite a few years prior to taking this job. Not a head coach, assistant coach yeah. in Miami, different things. But you know, so um, 
and he's had to deal with a lot of health issues too. Right. So, yeah. you know, you you got to kind of um take a lot of things right. into consideration, but and we are out of time for this time. Jacob Tuttle of Tuttle Concrete that solid, but uh, we'll do it again next week. Looking forward to it. You're listening to the Daily and Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM.